0: with you, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, glory to you, O Lord. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have a seat.
1: We are so very happy to have so many of you parents and godparents, grandparents and aunts and uncles neighbors and friends, parents of friends, friends of kids, and all the rest. Eighth grade graduation is one of the finest moments of the year, because when it's done, the teachers and I go, oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank God for the gift that he has given us in these young people for the gift that these years have been, most with us for a very, very long time, some with us for a relatively short period of time, but all of them having made a deep impact on me personally, on their teachers, and the other staff members, and especially on our school and our parish. Normally, the... um, The sermon, the homily, is directed toward the readings, though it's also permissible for the the, the preacher to take from the sacred text, that is, like the prayers of the Mass. Tonight, though, I want to draw our attention to the last thing you'll hear before you leave, the final hymn, or song better, which the kids have chosen for themselves. I say song rather than hymn, because hymns are by definition directed to a God. They're ancient Greek hymns to Zeus and Apollo. So Christian hymns are to Jesus, to the Father, to the Son and the Holy Spirit, to the blessed Trinity. But a lot of songs we sing in church these days are not really hymns. They're like mission statements or affirmations. I'll be honest, this usually bothers me, but I'll let it go tonight because I think the kids have intuited something important I think they have something important to teach the rest of us but also because even on the way out the door i have one last thing i think i can teach you this song by the way was first played publicly in des moines in 1997. i know because i was there and part of the choir who sang it this might be part of the reason it drives me so nuts Imagine you had had to listen to the same song every day for 25 years. Go. Make a difference. We can make a difference. Go. Make a difference in the world. We can make a difference. We can make a difference. Go. Make a difference in the world. Now, what these young people have rightly intuited, what they've rightly learned from us, from y'all, over these last several years, is that they can, in fact, make a difference. That their behavior, their words, and their deeds, in fact, make a deep difference, a deep impact on their friends and their family, on their teachers and the people that are around them, and that difference can work for good or for ill. Read the last two weeks. But they have rightly gathered, they can make a difference. That is, they can change things. There is a deep sense of justice in this class. And so when things seem unfair or not played rightly against them, they push back. That's good. Don't ever lose that, but recognize it in context. The difference that we can make on our own only goes so far. I only read you the chorus. Listen to the verses. We are the salt of the earth, called to set the people free, the love of God in you and me. We are the light of the world, not to be hidden. But to be seen, go, make a difference in the world. Now that language, the language the song will have us use for ourselves, salt and light, is language that Jesus uses for his disciples. But before he uses it for his disciples, he first uses it for himself. I am the light of the world, he says. I am the salt of the earth. It's only later that he identifies his disciples with himself. It's only after Jesus has said, I am the light of the world, that he then turns and can say to them, you are the light of the world. This is not the Liam candle or the Jesus candle. Well, it kind of is, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Caught that? This is not the PJ candle or the Becky candle or the Cindy candle. It's the Christ candle. Its light, and from its light at baptism, we each received our own. If you are to make a difference which is to matter, if you are to make a difference which changes the world for the better, if you are to make a difference beyond imposing your own desires and wants on everybody else. It has to come through Christ. So let your light shine on. Let it shine for all to see. Go, make a difference in the world. And the Spirit of Christ will be with us as we go. Go, Make a difference in the world. We are the hands of Christ, reaching out to those in need, the face of God for all to see. We are the spirit of hope. We are the voice of peace. Go, make a difference in the world. You are great. I and every one of your teachers if put on the spot, could say something specific and distinct that we like and admire about each one of you. And yet, you is not remotely enough. I'm not either. Neither are they or any of them. People, in the end, will never suffice. For that, you need God. Don't just be the face of yourself. Be the face of God. Don't just be the hands of you. Be the hands of Christ. Don't just make a difference so that things are more the way you prefer them. Make a difference so that they're more the way they ought to be. More the way you know Jesus would have them. Go. Make a difference
0: in the world. These amazing teachers have helped us with the best versions of ourselves game and work-